0: guys. I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson show where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of The Stephen Corson Show. I am so excited you guys are here for this one because today was a very exciting day. Bitcoin just reached, again, its all-time high. Uh, It dipped right after that, uh, just a little bit, Um, but it got just enough there, tapped it and then went back down again. That's okay. Uh, It didn't go down very much. It's currently sitting at eighteen thousand five hundred dollars, give or take. And um, it's going to be interesting to come back in about five years and look at that and be like, oh, my gosh, Bitcoin was so expensive then. or Oh, my gosh, it was so cheap. I wish I would have bought more. It's going to be interesting. So I'll check back in five years and uh, we'll do a recap on this. But for right now, what inevitably happens, and yes, I do, have, uh, I do have investments in cryptocurrency, I do have holdings with Bitcoin, um, have for quite some time now because of my background in technology, I have a decent understanding of the concept of blockchain, uh, cryptocurrency, what it is, and um, nobody seems to really care about that, though. Uh, when people just see dollar signs flashing in front of them, a lot of people don't really want to know what it is, they just want to know, should I buy it? Right, uh, I see this a lot in stocks. A lot of people just want to know, "Hey, Stephen, should I buy this stock?" They don't actually stop and ask the question: Well, is this a good company, and does it have a good long-term outlook? And I think that's a mistake. But at the same time, I understand that you know people are just looking for places to place their money, and they see the ridiculous gains and the thousands of percentages that Bitcoin has made over time, and they just want to know, "Hey, should I buy Bitcoin?" So we are not going to get into what Bitcoin is on this episode. If you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain, I'll probably cover it in another one. If you're really interested, send me some DMs, some emails, whatever. Let me know that it is something that you're truly interested in and I'll do it sooner than later. Um, wasn't even planning on getting into this now. It's a little more advanced than what I was thinking, but because I've been getting so many requests about it, so many people have been asking me, I decided to go through what is my four questions that you have to ask yourself and answer yes to in order to answer the inevitable question: Should I should I buy Bitcoin? So that said, uh, we're gonna. This episode is kind of like a, a video game. You've got to level up. You can't just start in um, at the at one particular area, you've, you've got to pass level one and get from one boss to the next one. And um, that's what we're going to go through and do. So we're going to treat this kind of like, you know, a video game, uh, you're going to pass your, your your different quests or your boss. And if you don't pass one of these, if the answer is no, to any of these questions, then the answer is no, you don't invest in Bitcoin. It's as simple as that. Okay. But if you can answer yes to all four of these questions. And hey, you're talking to yourself. All right. You you don't have to lie to me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, If you can answer yes to all four of these questions, then yes, you, in my opinion, get the Stephen Corson stamp of approval. Businesses, people all over the place are clamoring to get the stamp of approval. As of right now, no one has one um, because there is no stamp yet. But you know what? I think I'm going to make one. I think it's a good idea for it. Until then, let's move on and get into it and talk about a few Bitcoin facts. I want to give you three Bitcoin facts before we get into the questions. The first fact is that a gentleman named Satoshi Nakamoto is the creator of Bitcoin and nobody knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is. Nobody knows if it's a guy, if it's a girl. Nobody knows if it's a bunch of people that got together and put this together. Everybody just knows that Satoshi Nakamoto is a pseudonym and that we have no idea who it is. There have been a lot of people who have come out and claimed that they created Bitcoin. uh, And every single one of those have been debunked. None of those people have been able to actually provide documented evidence that they were the creators of Bitcoin. We have no idea who did it. That's, That's what it comes down to. Pretty crazy. Fact number two, there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin in existence. Why is that? Well, just like any currency, crypto or not crypto, um, there has to be some type of supply demand thing going on, right? Well, if there was just unlimited crypto, well, then it would never be worth anything. So the creator, Satoshi, whoever they were, uh, settled on the number of 21 million. And as of right now, there are 18 and a half million in circulation. Now, it may sound like the Bitcoin's running out, and it is, but the way that it is programmed, less and less Bitcoin will be released into circulation as time goes on. So it's still going to take decades for us to ever get to that 20 million number, 21 million number. Um, and how we get there has to do with mining, completely different thing. Uh, but just know that that will help demand, or I'm sorry, that will help the supply, and if the demand continues to be there, that is hypothetically going to drive up the price. Um, and also, you should know for those of you that are very much rookies to this you don't have to buy one bitcoin. Uh, bitcoin is not like a stock you don't have to buy one share of the company at whatever the price is at that moment in time, even though one bitcoin is eighteen thousand five hundred dollars as of right now. You can put a hundred dollars in a bitcoin and get point zero 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 one of a Bitcoin. Uh, So you can buy it in fractions. It doesn't have to be, you know, that, and that's how it goes for all cryptocurrency. You can't buy fractions of it in total. Okay. Fact number three, this one's kind of fun and sucks at the same time for one particular person. May 22nd is known as Bitcoin pizza day because on May 22nd in 2010, That was 10 years ago. A programmer in Florida named Laszlo Hanyedge. I can't pronounce that last name. Sorry, Laszlo. uh, But Laszlo traded 10,000 Bitcoin for not one, but two Papa John's pizzas. That's it. 10,000 Bitcoin, uh, two Papa John's pizzas. I hope they were delicious because today... That ten thousand Bitcoin would be worth one hundred and eighty-five million dollars. You could get a lot of Papa John's pizza for one hundred eighty-five. You could buy uh, a major stakeholder in Papa John's pizza um, for that for that amount of money. It, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, dude. I I hope you were hungry that day. I hope you were on the brink of death, it, it, starving, coming out of a I'd say desert, but you were in Florida. Whatever it was, I hope you were just on the brink of death and the only thing that was going to save you was eating immediately right then and the Papa John's was the closest thing to you and it saved your life. That's the only way I think that ends up being worth it. But yeah, May 22nd, fun fact, Bitcoin pizza day. Okay, let's move on to boss question number one. We're going to get into the questions now uh, for all of you that are seven minutes into this podcast going, when am I going to find out whether or not I can trade Bitcoin? Okay, here you go. This is it. Boss question number one, do you have six months expenses in savings? The answer to this question for the heavy majority of you is going to be no. And if that's the case for the heavy majority of you, the answer is no. Okay. I know you don't, we've seen the statistics. Okay. This is probably 60 plus percent of people easily in the States right now do not have six months expenses and savings. So in that case, boom, it's a hard no. You don't need to be trading Bitcoin. Simple as that. Okay. You have to have a financial foundation before you do any type of investing. The only exception to that would be a 401k. And and that's if you have an employer match to it. Beyond that, you need to have your savings built up, and you need to be able to make sure that you're paying off debt. It's as simple as that. There's no better investment because the debt is guaranteed to be there every single month. The interest on that is guaranteed. The return on your investments is not guaranteed. So therefore, you have to reduce that in order to get there. Okay. Once you have the six-month savings, you answer yes to it. We can move on to boss question number two. Okay. So boss question number two, do you have any other investments such as a 401k or an IRA? I don't care if it's a Roth IRA or an IRA, whatever the case is. Do you have any other investments such as a 401k or an IRA? If you do, then you move on to question number three, because the whole thing is this. Look, if you wanted to start doing karate and I owned a dojo, You want to come to me and say, "Hey, I want to start doing karate," and I'm not going to go put you in the circle with a black belt. Okay, I'm not going to do that on your first day. I'm not going to do that on your hundredth day. You're not going into the circle with a black belt unless I wanted to absolutely destroy you and humiliate you, and that's not what we're looking for, and that's not what I want to happen with investing. All right, you need to build up the muscles of investing. You need to start with the basics: 401k and IRA with the tax benefits that are going to come along with that and with the funds that are going that you're going to be investing in through those and especially if there's any kind of employer match you are going to set yourself up for long-term success may not be sexy may not be fun you're not buying a freaking Lamborghini with this anytime soon okay so but it's going to get you headed in the right direction that's where you start okay if you don't have those things going right now, and the answer to this is no, then you do not pass boss question number two, and you do not go investing in Bitcoin. Simple as that. It's, it, this is as close to a can't lose situation as you can potentially get. You can still lose. A lot of people cash out their 401ks when recessions happen and things drop you hold through that. Okay. Do not let your emotions get into it. And and it's naturally built in anyway, because you'll take out significant penalties and a bunch of other stuff. So you're not going to tap into that unless it's absolutely dire. So remember, you start here first before you move on young grasshopper. Okay. Boss question number three, have you ever traded individual stocks before? This is a very important question because this is kind of the setup. So, individual stocks. I'm talking. You're not buying an ETF. You're not buying a mutual fund. Um, this isn't you know investing in the Vanguard and in the 401k or the Roth. Have you ever gone out and just bought you know a share of Apple or a share of Tesla or a share of you know w- pick your company Coca-Cola? I don't care. Have you ever done anything like that? The reason I'm asking, and and I'm not counting pink slips or OTC stuff, if you know what I'm talking about there, if you don't know what I'm talking about, ignore it. Don't do those, okay? But if you have gone out and you've bought a share of any major company before that's listed on the NASDAQ, S&P 500, Dow Jones, if you've done that you know a little bit of what it's like to invest some money and watch it go up and down. And you know the feeling and the anxiety that you get when, oh my gosh, I'm down 10%. I put $10,000 into that stock. I'm now down $1,000. And you want to sell. The anxiety is there. The fear is there. You want to save the money. The stock's going down for whatever reason. Maybe they had a couple bad quarters, maybe a product you know, wasn't received. Well, maybe we're in a recession and everything's just down. Who knows? But when it goes down and you feel that and you see that the money in the red and it's just triggering you and you're like, yeah, that fear is what you have to work through. Now, I'm not saying that all stocks will go back up. That is not what I'm saying at all. That is a huge misconception that a lot of people have put out there recently that all stocks go up. Every single freaking bro who recently broke out a Robinhood investment account over the past year just to put things in stocks, um, that's become somewhat of a, you know, cry for them that all stocks go up. Uh, It seems to be the case a little bit right now here in 2020, just because things got so low. And also people don't have a lot of avenues to invest. There's a lot of new money entering in, it's driving things up. It is not true in the long term. If you are just going on individual stocks, okay, you have to make sure you're investing in good companies. So again, if you have traded stocks before, and you have that experience of what it's like to see your portfolio go down and you've dealt with that fear, you know, kind of Yoda here, uh, the fear you must deal with. But Yoda didn't actually say that. That's a terrible Yoda voice. Sorry, it's a little raspy right now. I was at a football game this weekend screaming my lungs out uh, and vocal cords, unfortunately. Why do we say screaming your lungs out? I mean, I get it. We're screaming the lungs out, but really it's 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 the, the vocal cords that pay. Uh, but anyway, I digress back from my digression. Uh, So yeah, if you have done that, if you have traded individual stocks, then you can answer yes from boss question three. And we can move on to the final boss question number four. Can you lose all of this money and sleep okay at night? Okay, this is it. This is Bowser in the castle guarding the princess. This is 4 arm Baraka in Mortal Kombat ready to take you on. The big boss from Metal Gear. Dr. Neo Cortex from freaking Crash Bandicoot from the original PlayStation. You get it. This is the big boss question. Okay, It's unlikely that Bitcoin and a lot of these cryptocurrencies will ever go to zero. Okay, there's there's too much value in them. A lot of the other ones, like Ethereum and, and, and Ripple, they have use cases. It's different. It's not a true cryptocurrency. Um, but th- you know, that's a thing for another time. But the, the reality is you probably won't ever lose all of it, but there is a very real chance that you could lose a lot of it. What's actually probably most likely over the next five years, is that Bitcoin goes up, but as you would continue to buy more due to the fact that you are an emotional person and you will see things you know, drop 20 to 30% in a day, in an hour, sometimes um, because this is an, an unregulated market. There's no protections from massive fluctuations. And due to the fact that a handful of people control so much of Bitcoin, they can single handedly cause fluctuations in the currency. Um, they call them whales, actually. Uh, there's, there's a lot of different things that are going on here that you aren't in control. In, and it is really hard to hold through that. And have self-control and discipline. If you can do that, you'll probably end up winning this game. If you can't do that, and yeah, the cars are stacked to get you. I wouldn't count on it. So all that being said, if you can lose all this money and you can sleep OK at night, then you've answered yes to the final boss question. All right. Ironically, this is the same question that every single person should ask themselves when they're walking into a casino. Like this is gambling. This is what it is. Now that being said, there is strategic investment strategies, and even you know a lot of fiduciaries uh, will tell you this when you go in and talk to them as well. Ten percent of your investment portfolio so not ten percent of your income but ten percent of the money that you are setting aside so if i'm if i 'm setting aside thousand dollars every month to invest. Then, I should be putting about a hundred dollars of that thousand dollars in highly speculative investments you know investments that you know could rocket to the moon or completely blow up in my face, and I lose just about everything it, only about ten percent of your investment portfolio should be in highly speculative stuff because in situations like that, you will probably lose on nine out of the ten of those investments, but that one that really works out it'll probably make up for all the other losses. So that's kind of where, um, you know, Bitcoin in in cryptocurrency comes into play. It is a highly speculative um, investment. Now, over time, Bitcoin's been around for about 10 years now. And uh, over time, it has stabilized a lot. You're not looking at like 80% swings like you used to. Now, you could be looking at anywhere from 10 to 20% swings, you know, on any given week or month. Um, so that's, that, that's better. It's getting better. Um, the, the, it will fluctuate less as time goes on at this point. Uh, Due to the fact that the price continues to go up uh, and therefore it can't be manipulated as much. But at the end of the day, it's still unregulated. This thing is still going to be crazy. So if you can lose all your money, and if you can go, hey, I, I, I've, I've got my financial foundation together. Um, I'm invested in other things that are more conservative that will continue to grow over time. Um, you know I can uh, I have traded stocks before, I have a little bit of experience of dealing with these types of emotions and, 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 and the fluctuations that come with that. If you've done all that, then go buy Bitcoin. Absolutely. I recommend it. You get the Stephen Corson stamp of approval to be able to go and buy Bitcoin, download the app. Um, I would recommend if you are based in the US or the UK, the Coinbase app is what I use personally. I don't make any money off of any kind of affiliates with them or anything. Uh, but what I like about it is they are based in the United States. They, act, they don't let any um, cryptocurrency on their exchange, you have to meet certain criteria uh, in order to go on there, because there there's literally hundreds of cryptocurrencies right now. Uh, and some of them will disappear overnight. So and also, you don't want to go through any of the other exchanges, I did some of the other ones that were, um, you have ones based in Singapore and in China. Singapore is not as bad, but anything based in China, you're subject to a lot of the stuff over there with the government. Uh, some of them haven't been as secure. Um, cryptocurrency itself is extremely secure. Uh, so your, your, your wallets uh, where you hold it cannot be hacked, but the exchanges themselves can be hacked and have been, uh, some of them, not all of them. So that is something that you have to be uh, aware of. Uh, the last thing that I'll say is this, the reality, like I said, is that Bitcoin will likely never go to zero. Why? Because of the globalization of the world, there's actually a very strong use case for a decentralized currency. Um, But at the end of the day, I do believe that it will continue to go up over time. Uh, That being said, Bitcoin and blockchain, even though it's been out for 10 years, this is kind of like the internet right now. In it's like, Beginning fetal stages, uh, it is still very new. Blockchain is a very new technology. We've yet to barely begun to tap the potential for it. Corporations across the board are looking into this. There's a lot of use cases there. Um, this is this is. It. But the other thing is this: Bitcoin may be king right now, um, but it was also the first kind of its technology. And just like a lot of things, like Nokia phones, MySpace and social media, internet browsers like Netscape. When you're kind of the first, it's highly unlikely that you will be the one that makes it over the long term. Why? Because just like any kind of trailblazing technology or anything trailblazing at all, you're probably going to make mistakes and somebody's going to come along and build something better. Um, there there's arguably already cryptocurrencies that are better than Bitcoin, but Bitcoin continues to be the king in the market because it has the brand. Everybody knows what Bitcoin is almost nobody knows what like Ripple is or adonado or um you know it, like like stellar they, like there's so many different ones out there that nobody 's ever heard of before, and that 's okay ethereum is the second highest market cap um, of all cryptocurrency right behind Bitcoin. And I guarantee you that nine out of 10 people listening to this podcast have never even heard the word Ethereum before. So that's, that's it. There's a lot to this technology. It has a lot of promise. I don't think Bitcoin's going anywhere anytime soon, But at the same time, I don't think it'll be around uh, forever. And I don't think that it'll be the leader in 20 years based off some of the things that I've read. But hey, we'll worry about that when we get there. So that's all I have to say about it today. Um, Like I said, don't trust me on the price tomorrow. I have no idea what it's going to be. This thing is highly uh, volatile. Um, But if you're ready to get in there, go download Coinbase or one of the other exchanges that you're comfortable with. Do your homework here. If you have any questions, let me know. Happy to get back to you on this and uh, welcome player one to the madness of cryptocurrency. I hope you enjoyed this episode and had a good time. If you'd like to support this podcast and our broader efforts with everything money to bring quality financial entertainment and education to the masses, then please just take five seconds to go give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or vote for us in Spotify. You can also check out our Patreon page for more behind the scenes and go to www.everything.money for more problem solving and life-changing information. And most of all, thanks for listening.